Okay. Seriously though, conspiracy. <clears throat> this is conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but I'm but saying it's. But it is. Um. So should before we start going from Officer and Floyd to the situation that's currently happening now, Officer murder. Yeah, definitely. Um, was the officer wrong with what he was doing? Hands down wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been dealt with a totally different way. Yeah. That was way excessive force. Yeah. Um, suspect or Floyd suspect on the scene. Uh, Floyd um, had no, they, no criminal history. I don't know. I, um... They say, you know, um, didn't say he had criminal history of any kind. Um, very big on faith. Um, everything that's coming out, he saying he was a great guy and stuff. Um, big tragic moment, yeah, of course. Um, and I think I, you and me both, feel for the family. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So there is a uh, a New York Post article that does say that um um yeah so definitely a twenty dollar bill trying to pass up a twenty dollar bill okay um that is the thing um somewhere in here um it said floyd had uh five years behind bars in 2009 for an assault and robbery two years earlier oh really yeah and then he had been convicted of charges ranging from theft with the <clears throat> firearm to drugs. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. But that could have been the catalyst to his faith. True. Right? Because if, um, say, 2009, uh, five years, that's 2014, it could easily have changed his life. Right? Mm. So that's not giving a, a reason why this no, that should, like should yeah. have happened. But that's it's just interesting to know people's well, backstory. Well, because in the way the family was saying, because of all the rioting and the looting that's going on, the family even is even saying that look, you know, this is our son. This is something that he would not have wanted, right? You know, um, and they're taking more of the Christian approach to this. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you see Michael Brown, in that instance, that took place. What was the family doing? Yeah, they were calling for it. Yeah, they were calling for it. Where this one's like, no, 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 no. Our son wouldn't have wanted this. Or our family member wouldn't have wanted this. You know, like, please stop the riots, stop the protests. Well, peaceful protests, uh, I don't think they were stopping that. But the rioting and the looting, you know, you guys mm-hmm. need to stop this. You know, so maybe that that all that past criminal history brought probably brought Floyd... Uh, to Christ, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, um, so I, I do feel for the family. I do feel for what took place. Um, and, uh, I hope, you know, there's justice. Right. Now to the, you want to move on to what's taking place now? Yeah. The events I took after. Yeah. <clears throat> so of course, um, protests will take place. I, I think 
based on what's going on, I feel like protests is is reasonable. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I think that there should be a um because one of the things if I don't think that police brutality is uh, uh, systemic, mm-hmm. meaning that it's institutionalized. Like it's, it's yeah, it's not um, from all the police officers I've ever interacted with. It's very much not condoned. Um, it's not okayed. It's a case by case thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't think that the i so the idea of we need to stop systemic police brutality. I don't think that's the case. But when you feel um, like you are being marginalized, you need to protest. I mean, it's. It's your God-given right. Yeah. You know, it is a part of our Bill of Rights um, to bear your grievances against the government. And that if you feel like um, that's what's going on, then you you should go out and you should peacefully protest. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. So. So I think, I think, yeah, they should. They should be out there. Um and protesting this thing. And you actually see a lot of pictures of cops that are joining right there. Yeah. yeah. Joining because they don't, they are against it. Like it's making their job harder. Right. And, and they, they agree too. Like this is, those cops should not be cops. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally agree with them. Right. Um, Solves my train of thought just now. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I'm all for people going out there and protesting mm-hmm. peacefully to bear their grievances to the to the government. Right. It's, you know, it's it's a it's a voice. It's them telling uh, departments and agencies, "Hey, look, take control of your department." Right. You know, you guys need to crack down and make sure your your cops are doing what's right. Right. Your officers are doing what's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fine. I think protests, I think that should be done. Right. Um, not to the extent that's going on now. Well, yeah. And I, I think it's also, <laughs> you know, it, it can be real simple to become blind to something. Mm-hmm. Right. You're doing your job and this happens to everyone. Right. You're just doing your job day in and day out. You just go through the motions and things you it's not that you forget to do things but you just don't do them you know it doesn't become routine and sometimes you need to be woken up mm-hmm. and a protest can do that It'd be, oh man we we need to really focus on making sure that we know like you're not supposed to put your knee on a um a guy's neck okay <laughs> like <laughs> you know like stuff like that mm-hmm. like just be able to go through and say, you know what, guys, we need to make sure that we're on top of this because we're again, held to that higher standard. Right. Mm-hmm. So we need to make sure that we're, we're out there every day and we're doing the best we can. And if, and that's another thing is the, the mental health of officers because the the job is so, so demanding and so hard that they, 
if they're not mentally there that day, say, okay, maybe you should stay in the office, right? Let's get someone else out there. So. Um, so moving on to the riots that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know your Facebook feed's been blowing up and my same here. And it's been crazy about the amount of people that's saying the riots are okay. Like they're needed. Like right. houses burning down, people's stores being destroyed. Um, people even getting murdered. Yeah. Like that. That's okay. Yeah. There's officers you know, they, that have died. Yeah. There's you see the one about the dude, I think got stoned to death. The guy that was protecting his business. Yeah. I think he, need, he got stoned. Yeah, I don't know if he died. I oh okay. Um, but yeah, there was one guy that got. I mean, the picture of him is he's just mangled. Mm-hmm. Like he's just there and he's literally mangled, and blood is just spilling out of it. Yeah, it's horrible. Oh, there was a somebody uh, a protester went up behind an officer and shot him in the head. Right. Um, I, don't... I, I believe there was that, and now he's on life support. Oh wow. Yeah, so it's like. You guys took a, a piece, something that could then peacefully protest and that police were all behind you for. Yeah. And that's the thing is if there wasn't people that were agreeing to the whole situation, um, then they would at least be people that are like, okay, I want to know all the facts first. Right. And I would assume that a very small percentage w- was like, yeah, forget it. I mean, he deserved to die. <coughs> You know, like I, like very small percentage, mm-hmm. and those people are crackpots. But when you have the majority of the nation on your side, saying, "Yeah, we want justice too," I mean, President Trump came out and said they need to be held accountable. You know, no one was saying we should just gloss over this. Mm-hmm. Like well, no he, one. He made the FBI, yeah, look, look into, into it, it, into the matter, yeah, because that's one of their jobs is racial. Um, racial things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so it's everyone was, or the majority of people were behind this. Let's get justice, bring these people to justice, um, and get justice for Floyd's family, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they jump off the ledge in doing the riots. Well, did you hear about the one that was, Picked up by the police, right? He was, uh, he openly said, oh yeah, the, the Floyd, yeah, he's just a small part of it. We're only doing it for the money. Yeah. Yeah. I saw and I'm that. like, wow, that's very, uh, yeah, very honest of you. Very honest and very blunt about that. You yeah. know, just, you know, I just, I'm just using this to go ahead and get that new 70 inch flat screen TV. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing it just so I can go destroy things. Right. I just, you know. And you guys have just made the world a worser place from doing that. Yeah. Like this peaceful protest that could have done all around the whole nation could have brought something very profound, very, very good for the nation. Right. Could have brought us together in a way that says, yeah, we're, we're all against this as Americans. We're all against p- police brutality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And in some places it was like unifying the police and the community together. Right. You know, you saw that one sheriff that was actually going to be marching with, mm-hmm. you know, the people. That's like, that's awesome. And the fact that that's, that's bringing the community together. Right. But now the riots and the looting, you guys are just making everything so much more worse. Right. Yeah. 
and that the whole COVID situation going on and destroying our economy. We talked about this earlier. Somebody like I can, if, if I had a business, COVID-19 happened, I, I had to shut down my business. I'm struggling. And now I can open it up a little bit and now it's going to get burned down. Or mm-hmm. something's going to happen now where I have to close it for a longer t- period of time, lay off more of my employees. You know, you had black business owners losing their businesses. How does that make sense? You're rioting to stop racism, you know? Right. And you're going to go destroy, you know, black business owners' businesses? Right. How does that fix the issue? It doesn't. You know, going over there and assaulting cops, how does this fix fixing the issue? It, it doesn't. Right. You know, and we all, you know, you've seen the photos of uh, Martin Luther King when he was doing his protest. Very right. peaceful. Thousands of people were there. Very right. peaceful. And look how much change that took place. Well, you know, it's interesting about that. So um, the there's this picture going around where uh king is locked arms with two um with two other men and it's it only shows i think the three central men but there's a whole line of them and they're walking and it, the meme is going around and saying that right after this a riot broke out and um cops were brutalizing the people that were marching you know and that's that's the narrative is that the cops have always been brutal um and a person that shared that i didn't know like where the picture was from so i did my research right and i found out that it was a picture taken of king marching from salem to montgomery and he was actually being escorted by federal officers and he made the march did the speech and they left no problems there's not a riot there was no police brutality, none of it. And it's like, don't say something that's untrue because that makes your case all the less, mm-hmm. right? Because there were riots. There were was police brutality. There are times that that happened during the civil rights movement. And actually after that, I think that was 1965, they passed the... Um, I think the Voting Rights Act or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it gives a black mark on your um, on your movement. You know, uh, a stain on it, where it's saying we're we're going to give you false information so you side with us, and we don't even know it's false because we just it's a meme and we're going to take the meme. Like I told one person that um, all they, all someone had as an argument was a meme. And memes are funny, but those aren't arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, those are clips. That's like what we call bumper sticker theology. You know, it's not really good, um, but it makes a good bumper sticker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because it's not held up by any facts. Mm-hmm. It's it supports nothing really, you know. Throw some facts out there. Throw some statistics. Throw something out there that actually proves your point. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I shouldn't have to follow you because of a meme. You know, 
Really convince me. Persuade me. You want right. me to be on your side? Give me something good besides a stupid meme. Yeah. I don't think anybody's moved. That meme touched my soul. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear that. Right. You know? So on on the protests and riot portion, do, I mean, we both agree that protests, yes, that's fine. Right. And we think that that, that should be done in this manner. Mm-hmm. The riot portion and the looting and the senseless arson and killing and assaulting, no, definitely not. Right. And those people should definitely be charged for yeah. every single crime they're doing. Held accountable. Yeah. And did you see, <clears throat> uh, who was there, Seth Rogen, uh, Steve Carell was one mm-hmm. of them, and some other celebrities are donating money to bail out this. Yeah, okay, so I want to say something on that. Because there's this um, this idea going around, right? Mm-hmm. That it was a cop that started the riots, <coughs> the original riots. Like, there, he was a cop. Um, oh, and, this is an and, it's not an or, that was white supremacist that started it. <coughs> Okay, so and then there's the whole they're getting people, you know, celebrities donating money, getting the the writers out. So I'm thinking, and are so are the celebrities supporting white supremacists because that's who started it? Hmm, interesting. You know, mm-hmm. um, there was a. Forget which actor was it, but he was um, against the rioting, and he was bringing up a Christian standpoint about it, um, and which I really appreciate. And I think that's the direction that should be going in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane that you want to go ahead and donate money to bail out somebody who just shot a cop in the back of the head that went ahead and lit this person's uh, business on fire. You know that has put a bunch of people unemployed now. Right. You saw like the Target and Walmart. Right. You know, do you know they're going to be laying off people now? Right. Actually, some of those are closing down. So because of your writing, you just stopped a bunch of those employees from, mm-hmm. you just stopped a bunch of people from working. Well, and that's the thing though. A lot of these people they're finding are from out of, out of the areas that they're just coming in mm-hmm. and doing these things. And so the community is being affected by this with these people having no repercussions. Right. So the it's not necessarily the community people going out there and rioting and doing that, but rather it seems like people are coming in like has happened in the past, like they saw in Baltimore um, and they're destroying these communities. And then with these celebrities paying their way out, there is no consequence for them doing this. And so what stops them the next time? Right. Because there's people from L.A. Driving all the way out to Phoenix for their protests. Yeah. People from Phoenix going to LA. Like it's, you know, oh, where do you want to protest today? Oh, let's go to Phoenix. You yeah. know, let's go to the Scottsdale Mall. You know, you heard about that. Yeah. You know, that was, of course, let's go right and loot the most, the mall with the most expensive things in it. Right. You know, you're not justifying what took place right you're actually making it cheaper 
you're cheapening his death. Mm -hmm. You know, you're saying what really matters here is possessions and not a person. Right. And that really pisses me off because then you get people online that are like, you should be for the riots. You know, the riots are fine. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Like that is unacceptable. Like when you're saying that it's okay to burn down and destroy people's lives, literally both their, their, um, financial lives or their actual lives with some of these cops being killed or other people being severely beaten. You're saying that's okay. And that the death of this person would be like, it's the reason for this and it justifies other people dying, people, communities being destroyed. To me, that's, that cheapens the whole situation we're in. And that's why we, we are now divided as a country because we're all together. And then these Jack and apes get out there and divide. Mm -hmm. And it's a bunch of bull crap. I almost cussed. <laughs> Twice. Family friendly podcasting. Um, oh man, this is real. It's just cause it's, it, I mean, I, it was such a, because I'm all for the the, the protest because the the police they're all behind it, and then you have those people who are just like we're going to use this to get to get stuff. Right. No. And then so and they're getting they're getting more attention. These riots are getting more attention than the right. actual protests. Right. The thing that actually truly matters. Right. Because that's what sells newspapers, right? Mm -hmm. That's what sell the media loves this kind of crap because they can they get more views. You don't get views when everyone nothing went wrong, right? You only get views when something's wrong. You only mm -hmm. sell newspapers when something bad happens. Well, and the media is. I, I saw. Did you see that picture where the uh, two? I think the the article was like two. Um, white supremacists or two white guys are uh, standing there with their firearms, mm -hmm. you know, and in actuality, they're protecting the business right. alongside a black guy. You know, I think it was two black guys yeah. there armed as well. Right. And it was some Second Amendment guys mm -hmm. protecting some businesses. Yeah. And it was all of different race, everything. And it's the media saying... Look at the white supremacists, but don't look right. next to them. Right. You know? Well, it's like there there's a picture of um two white guys and two uh and they were um what were they? They were some a part of some patriot group. And Black Lives Matter, two guys from that, two black guys from that, both armed with a all armed, so all four of them armed with AR fifteens, all standing together, all protecting stores like this is different i know the one that you're talking about mm -hmm. um because it was real bright in the background mm -hmm. this is where they were like it was darker background um and it was it's like that that is huge right but the freaking media says no no we're not going to focus on that stuff we're not going to focus on things that bring us together let's focus on the things that are going to destroy because that's where we feed into um, people's desire for to be in the right camp, mm -hmm. you know, and it really pisses me off.
Um, and then, uh, oh, great, there was a... Uh... Oh, did you see the video of the protest, not protester, the rioter? Let me get that. So right now, we've got two separate groups right. of people here. Yeah, you have the peaceful so, protesters, I'm not, I'm, which... Are doing the right good. thing. They're yeah. doing the good. And then you have the rioters, which... Or, are idiots. Idiot. <laughs> Not going to curse either. Uh, <laughs> clean words. Yeah, clean words. Uh, idiots. Um, the rioter went in, broke into a police car, and took to the yeah. AR. And the news was going on. The camera's going on. And you saw the... Yeah, the dude he was like an Antifa with, guy. That's yeah, what he like, looks like. Yeah, and he, the other, this other dude comes yeah, up with a yeah, pistol. Because he pulls it out. He's like, <laughs> looking at his friends like he's all cool. Yeah, and then this, uh, did you see what happened? Yeah, afterwards? the guy comes up with this, like you were saying. He comes over. <laughs> it's my time to shine. Yeah. Don't take <laughs> Comes over, uh, takes the, the AR from him, and actually, like, removes the magazine and uh, takes out the round from the chamber. And then they're like, oh, we got we to gotta move the camera away. We, we can't watch this. Yeah. I'm like, what? You can't see this citizen who just disarmed this rioter? From stealing a police officer's weapon, right? Like what you 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 don't want to show that, and that's good stuff. Like because he's protecting, yeah. It, and he had his AR or some sort of um, rifle. I I couldn't tell what it was. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like an AR, and his drawn pistol. And yeah, I mean that 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 really takes me off that they would not be like that's good. That that is what should happen. You know, we don't want, because what happens if that guy kept the rifle and he turned it on the crowd, not the, not his guys. What if he turned it on the police? Mm -hmm. All the news would have said was like, please, police are shooting rioters. Yeah. Or protesters. Or, or they would say police gun kills many. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter that it would be in a rioter. I could totally see that headline. Police gun kills many at protest, at protest rally. And probably no mention, or at least in like um, paragraph 52, that says, oh, yeah, it was one of the protesters. Yeah. Very end. Yeah. You know. But... Yeah, so the whole like and I, I, I feel I feel bad for the family because now like it's you know, you feel like justice is being done when there's protests going out and you start seeing the police getting behind it and then you start seeing all this madness going mm-hmm. on with rioting and you're like, No, that's not what we wanted from this. You know? That's you're putting a bad name to my son who just died. We just talked about, right. you know. Um and, you know, I feel bad for the family now because now they're getting, they're getting the wrong image. Yeah. And I, I feel really, loss of a son or brother, or, you know, I speak for the parents, you know, loss right. of a son. And then all this destruction that's coming afterwards. Right. Because of it. I feel really bad for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's ridiculous. Um, so I want to kind of switch gears. Still talking about this whole situation. Okay. But I want to talk about Facebook oh. and, and conversations I've had. Good. Cause 
I've been biting my tongue really hard on some of these where it's just, you know, just bringing up what we're discussing now. Right. You know, and I'm just like, do I really want to get involved with an argument with somebody who's just not going to listen? Right. They already have their their worldview already so solid that no facts can penetrate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so what would happen? So you? I had this person on that. One of the things I, I never, when I first got on Facebook, I asked a couple of people to be my friends and I decided at some point within like a year, I would never ask people to be my friends. If they wanted to be my friend, they would have to ask. And then I would, you know, if I knew them, <laughs> I'd accept them. Mm. Um, and so when they post things that are really asinine, right? Really stupid. Um, then, and I feel up to it. <laughs> um, and usually I have to be kind of in a bad mood. <laughs> Not that I'm going to be rude to them, but just, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a confrontation. And so this particular person had asked me to be their friend, um, a while ago and they started posting things. Well, they started posting things nonstop, right? It's one thing to post something and something else, you know, maybe one or two things, um, to get kind of your point across the way, the way you feel. But when you just are posting the same things, not necessarily the same, like the same post. exact thing. Yeah. yeah. But the same general thing over and over. And it gets to the point where no, no exaggeration, like 90% of what was going on on my feed was from this one person. And it was the same things again and again. It, it finally got me to a point where I'm like, I'm going to call this person out. Right. So I called them out on several things. One of them was that picture. Um, and um, my my goal in at that point, because I don't block people, I, I think that's ridiculous, but my goal is to be blocked. So you're <laughs> trying to get them to block you and right. you block them? Right. Um, if someone's going to block, they're, they're going to block me. And I don't do, I, I'm trying not to be rude or condescending or anything like that, but rather just here are the facts. Here's the problem, right? So eventually did that. Well, there was one I was actually working on, uh, one um, meme that I was working on, and it was um, Black Lives Matter, uh, Black Children Matter, Black Love Matters, um, Black Futures Matter. It's a, it was four pains on this, on this meme. And so I just want, I want to get that out because I, I wrote it and I never got to post it. So I just want to kind of say it, if you don't mind. Oh, that's fine. Okay. So I put, so Black Lives Matter. I said, yes, they do. But uh, yet, um, the number one cause of death for men, for black men between the ages of one and 44 is homicide. Okay. Not like for white guys, I think it's heart disease. Mm -hmm. But homicide, so murder is the number one cause of death. It's something like, I want to say like 79% or something of all black crime or homicides are done by other black men. So black on black? Yeah, black on black crime is done by other men. 
So I said, so that's why black lives matter yet more black people die or the number one cause of black deaths are black on black crime, which is horrible. Uh, black children matter, right? I said, yes, they do. But it's like 79% of all abortions are in the black community. That's huge. Um, the founder of Planned Parenthood, um, Margaret Sanger, um, she is quoted as, as, um, saying that in her own autobiography, right? Mm -hmm. She's quoted as saying, um, basically let's not let the, um, Negroes know that we're ex trying to exterminate them. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wow. Yeah. So yes, ch black children matter yet. They're being slaughtered even before they have an opportunity. Uh, the next thing was black love matters. I said, yes, it does. But if you are a black man and you marry a white woman, um, you can be called an uncle Tom, a race, um, denier, you know, not denier, but you know, uh, that idea of rejecting your race. Um, I was listening to a man named Larry Elder, who's a national syndicated, um, radio host, mm -hmm. and he is married to a white woman. And he talks about how that he's been called an uncle Tom just for marrying his wife. Right. Um, and then the last one was black futures matter. Right. Well, the problem with that is it's, it's some ungodly dropout rate of higher, like not okay. Higher education, but like higher education, like you have your regular colleges, like where I went, um, and you went and then you have like your higher colleges, like Harvard, <coughs> um, Stanford, you know, those types of higher level, um, colleges. Mm -hmm. And in those colleges, you have an ungodly dropout rate from black students. And the reason why is because they're intelligent, right? I'm not, don't misconstrue what I'm about to say. They're intelligent, but at those higher levels, you have to be achieving those higher levels. And what it seems to be is they're taking people that aren't ready for that. Like I wouldn't be ready for a Harvard level of education because I'm not, I'm not a good enough student for one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're taking people that are like me who wouldn't succeed there, but because they're black, they are fulfilling quotas and bring them into these institutions where they're not going to succeed. And so they drop out. So they're filling their, their quota. With, you're just a number. You're just yeah. a statistic rather than an achievement. Right. Yeah. You didn't earn your way in here, but rather because of your, your skin color, we're going to get you in here. That's racism. That's racism. Exactly. And so I'm like, yes, black futures matter. Let's not force people into places where they're not going to be able to achieve, but rather get them into places where they are going to achieve so that yes, they do have a, a future. You know, I never got to say those things because I was blocked, but, um, you won though. I did win. I got blocked. And, um, and I told you why I told you what, what straw broke the cow's back. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also brought up the issue that in a lot of these places where the 
we have these br police brutality things are run by Democrats. Like Minneapolis, I, I believe it's 100% Democrat. And I think I heard that maybe there's a dissenting voice of a Green Party candidate, which, whatever. Yeah. Like Green Party. I mean, that's basically a Democrat, mm. right? But um, yeah, like you can't tell me that. And this is this is one of those conspiracy things that you have. And I, I shared this with you that LGB, LBJ, I think. Yeah, I think it's LBJ. Um, anyways, the, the president during oh, the Lyndon Civil, B. Johnson. Yeah, Lyndon yeah. B. Johnson. Um, he was quoted as saying that if I can't get these people to, um, to not vote, then I'll make sure those N-words vote for a Democrat for the next 200 years. You know, he's quoted as saying that. Um, it's almost like in these places where there's such injustice, who, who's in charge? Uh, to me, that's the first question. Who's in charge? 90% of the time it's Democrats. Who is the party of slavery? The Democrats. Who is the party that completely rejected, um, the civil rights bills? It was the G Democrats, mm -hmm. you know, and but they've got, it's almost like, and this is actually, I think it was Larry Elder I uh, was talking about when his, um, his parents were very, they, they voted Democrat. And when this whole welfare system really started, a man showed up on their door and told and asked um, about their household. And he, he had a father, you know. And he has his father and mother. And the, the guy, the person that showed up told his mother, if you didn't have your husband, we could give you more money. And it's this idea that here are people that are trying to dismantle the, the family and to, to enslave um, the black community and the white community. I'm not just saying the black community, but we were seeing this in the white community as well, but enslave it to the government, um, to where the government now is in charge of your life. And we see these in big, big cities where poverty is horrible. Um, education is horrible. And really the, the best run states are run by Republicans and then the worst states are run by Democrats. And the most injustice you see are in democratic states. Now, I'm not saying Republicans, Republicans are angels because mm -mm. they're pieces of crap. Um, a lot of the times when they're in power, they just, they're just like any politician, you know, they'll, they'll screw around and do stupid stuff. Um, so I'm not giving them a gold star, but on the other hand, the Democrats are just, they're out for themselves. And they keep people in poverty because once they keep you in poverty, who they're going to dole out money to you and it's going to become a drug, you know? And then I had someone say something about how Trump is the, is a racist president. And I wrote on their page, I'm like, under Trump before COVID, before that whole COVID stuff hit, 
he had the highest um, job um, participation rate of of all uh, for blacks, for Hispanics, for whites, for Asians. Um, so across the racial board, um, he had the lowest unemployment for all those categories. Um, and he had the, the medium income is almost $5,000 since he took president, since he became president. $5,000. That's a lot of freaking money. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, he has one of the highest approval ratings of Hispan from Hispanics and from the black community. So this idea that he's racist, if he was racist, he would be doing what the Democrats do, which keeps people in poverty so that they can use them as pawns. And it really pisses me off with all this stuff because then it turns into a race thing when really it's not a race thing. It's a Democratic problem. It's the Democrats who are the problem. And I hate saying that because it's like, you know, trying like, here's the big bad. It's like, there are good Democrats. I'm not saying that there aren't, but it just seems like it's, you want to talk about systemic problems. Look at the Democrats since they were founded, they were founded on slavery. They've always been trying to keep the black community down. And right now they're doing just that. Using racism as a way to get votes. Yeah. Yep. So. I think that's, that's our racism issue in this country. Yeah. And I think if you eliminate that, we wouldn't be having the issues we're having now. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. Yep, get rid of the Democrats. So I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, but yeah. So, but I won my victory and got blocked. <laughs> Just shows you, you know, everybody likes, uh, you know, those um, pretty little eyes. Yeah. Um, you know, but nobody likes that. Hard, hard truth. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, one of my things is I care what people believe. That's why I'm a, <clears throat> that's why I'm a pastor. But I'm not going to be able to, you know, it, your beliefs are your beliefs. Right. And I just think that in order to understand and be able to live in society in a proper way that at the very least you need to be able to defend your beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like if someone challenges you, like if someone challenges me in any of my beliefs, I, I should be able to defend it because it's what I believe. But if you can't defend your belief and your response is, well, you just need to leave me alone. Well, you know what? Then your beliefs are so thin there, there's no grounding on them that you can't defend it. And it's almost like you under, you know that. And so the only way to defend it is to, to block people, mm -hmm. right? Is, oh, I don't want to deal with this because they're, they're saying things I can't respond to. And that should tell you one, either one of two things. One, 
I'm going to research this so I can disprove them, right? Or two, maybe my beliefs are wrong and I need to reevaluate that. But no one wants to do that, right? No one wants to take the time and do the actual research because that takes time and memes are easier. And no one wants to be wrong. And I think that's a huge problem. Well, people just want to jump on that train. Right. They don't care where the direction the train's going. The train just has to say what they like and they just jump onto it. Right. You know, um, and they don't look at the map going, oh, is this train's going this way? Oh, no. There's a dead end. <laughs> yeah. There's a big drop off. The bridge is out, <laughs> you know, and they just hop on thinking everything's okay. You know, this is a good move and we got to be on this, guys. Don't argue with it. Just go. Right. No, 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 no. That's, and I was just telling somebody today about this. I'm like, question what you hear. Question everything. Right. Because when you question, you do your research. Your research leads you to truth. And either that truth is going to say, oh, I'm wrong, or that's going to strengthen what you currently believe. Right. And I said, you know, I, I told this person, I'm like, look, you can believe what you want. You know, this is how I feel. But I say, you just do your research, you know. Go, you know, if these sources, if you don't like any of these sources, stop looking at them for information and go look for other other sources of information. Mm-hmm. Go out there and look for things. Right. You know, and people just don't want to question. Mm-hmm. It's like you say the sky is red. Oh, the sky is red. You know. Right. You know, that's one of the reasons why on my phone I have Fox News and CNN two perspectives. And then I follow a guy that ideology, ideological wise, um, he's different than I, than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I follow several, um, black commentators because I want to get that, that perspective, you know? And so really if, if you're so entrenched now, in your in just listening to the people that agree with you, you're you're never going to be challenged in your in your understanding of anything. Um, I'm not saying like I don't. There's a couple of um, of websites and videos like Vox, um, the Young Turks. I don't listen to them. Oh no. And the reason why I don't listen to them is not because I don't want to hear their perspective, but the way they present their persi- their sp- perspective is with vitriol. Like they are just so mean spirited that I only listen to people that are interested in relaying their beliefs in a way that is just here are my beliefs, I'm not attacking anyone, you know, and there's people I follow that, um, I agree with them on some things. I totally disagree with them on other things. And there's people I totally just disagree with. And you, you can find out what's the truth when two op- opposing beliefs or have the same, like C, uh, CNN and Fox News. If you see them both have the same exact article, they're most likely that that that's probably going to be true. Yeah. Because they're both agreeing on something. Right. Yeah. And it's also interesting, <clears throat> and, and this is why you need to really pay attention to the things like that, because the way people present things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's very interesting to read an article from Fox News where they'll say a Democratic person... Uh, you know, th- did this. And, and if it's bad, CNN will report it as a representative did this. 
And they don't even mention they're a Democrat until like the third, fourth paragraph. Mm. It's just little things like that that you have to be on your lookout for. Yeah, because when you're reading that, you're like, oh, I bet he was a Republican. Yeah, because it's a representative. It's an R. Mm. So. And then we'll, you will just, you will leave your mind to go ahead and determine what that, that representative is. Right. You know, and you as a Democrat, which most Democrats listen to CNN, they're probably agreeing that going, yeah, it's definitely Republican. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I love this meme because I, I do love memes um, that I posted on my Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. No. It's Kermit the Frog. And it says, I don't always get blocked on Facebook. But when I do, it's a good indication I was right and they couldn't handle it. <laughs> so. Nice. Oh. Well, did you want it on that note? Yeah. Or Okay. Well, um, for those of you who have stuck this long, we appreciate you going through this um, great discussion. I think this was a really good discussion and, you know, going through conspiracy. And um, we both agree that you know, the officers should be charged with murder. Um, we are feel sorry for the family, uh, of Floyd. And, uh, we do hope that the riots and looting end very, very quickly. Um, but if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please hit the like button and subscribe. If you guys want to listen to more and hit the bell notification, if you guys want to be notified of when we go ahead and upload a new video. Um, but on that note, we'll see you guys and oh. share. Oh, and share. Yeah. Definitely if you share. could share, that would really help us out. Definitely. Definitely share this and also leave a comment. Yeah. If you have anything to talk about. You yeah. Know. We address every single comment we do. And, uh, <laughs> because there's not many <laughs> there's not many but on this one it'd be really great to get some comments and some feedback on what your guys' thoughts on this whole thing is and because we'd like to sit down and actually have a good discussion about this yeah so uh leave a comment on your guys' thoughts and uh on that note we'll see you guys in the next podcast take care bye bye